A former president and first lady are celebrating a milestone. Jimmy and Rosalind Carter are the longest married presidential couple in American history. We resolved many years ago not to ever end a day without being reconciled. So and you always kiss each other goodnight? Yes, at least. <laughs> Their relationship began when he was home from the U.S. Naval Academy. First time I had a date with him, I came home and mother said, you know, I like Jimmy, he has a nice smile. <laughs> So he's had a nice smile for a long time. Mr. Carter has called their marriage a full partnership. I've had an almost perfect wife. We've got a large and growing family. I've been very lucky. And he says the secret to a long-lasting marriage is to marry the right person. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm going to make it. It's Nougat Radio 92.7. It's a Stone on Air radio show. Later, a downloadable podcast. My name is Brian. Keon is here. We're in the middle of the week on a Wednesday. A Wednesday. And it feels like a Monday just a little bit. Hadn't even glanced ahead to the forecast. I heard the forecast in the news break, and I thought, wait a second. That's from, like, the other day. Like, wait, hold on. Get your head straight, dude. It's it's the middle of the week, even though it feels like the beginning. We got muggy and scattered storms, uh, according to uh, channel, whichever channel you want to look at. Um, today, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. 86 today, 85 tomorrow, 87 Friday, 90 Saturday, and all these got the, and all the way until next Tuesday, has the, has the sunshine and then the little cloud with rain and that little lightning strike. So it's like, we're not really, we don't really know what's going to happen. Here's three possibilities. Rain, thunderstorms, sun, hot, for, until August, right? No, not till August, till the end of September. I don't, when people often say, what do the meteorologists do in San Diego? They just say, hey, it's like the nicest day ever, every day. What do the meteorologists do here in Chattanooga until between July and September? Except say it might rain, it might not. Sunny, hot, might be thunderstorms, it might not. What are you even doing here? Take the take the summer off. Yeah, we we don't know. Just, just say that from yeah. the, the beginning. We'll find out when it gets here. We're not, we're not God, everybody. I'm not, I'm not a meteorologist hater. I, I, I understand it's an inexact science, but here around here, yeah, it might rain, it might not, it might storm, it might not, and we know it'll be hot and muggy between July and September. Take the summer off. Just, just record it once. And just and then just, it. and yeah, and then just go on vacation. And don't say Monday, Tuesday. Just say tonight, tomorrow, the next day, the day after that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody will say, "Oh, he got it wrong." We're like, no, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, all right, getting back into the swing of things. 
I've got uh, a couple of different things I want to get to this um, hour. It's nice uh, for the first time uh, in a long time to have the Times Free Press not dismantled and tossed and <laughs> thrown all over the room like Jeff does. Now I know he uses it for his uh, his show preparation, so I'm not mad at him about it. But every time I walk in, like, hey, you got the paper? Yeah, here's one-sixteenth of it, and there's another sixteenth of it over there. It's nice to have it all right here in front of me. It doesn't look like there's anything over the top uh, important and exciting today. I forgot Jeff was off this week until um, I walked in the door. I slept in a little today. The dreariness outside made it hard to wake up early. Uh, the Having several days off, which I don't get very often around any holiday, let alone a big beer-selling holiday like the 4th of July, but it just happened to fall that way. And it's been nice. Very, 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 very nice. And... Um, so in the second segment of the show, I'm going to talk about the 4th of July and the weekend and run down a list of how many absolute dullards and numbnuts have blown their faces and hands off all over the country. Why we can't be more careful about this is, is difficult for me to comprehend. Why we can't leave fireworks to the professionals, I will never, well, I say I never understand. I do understand because I grew up in the South. And I've been around a lot of redneck yahoos, so I do, I do comprehend it. Doesn't mean that I like it or endorse it, but I'll spend some time on that. And in the final segment of the show, I got a few things that I just you know note to self, jot down, and say, one of these days I'm going to get to this. One of these days I'm going to get to that. It's not important to do it today because of the date and the time. It's not important to do it next month or last month or whatever. And one of them is, who is this Mike Lindell dude? The My Pillow guy. Who exactly is this guy? The final segment of the show is the shortest one. But by the time we get in and get settled, it's about eight minutes. It's longer than that. But by the time the segment settles in to the subject matter, it's about eight minutes. That's about all the guy deserves. So I'll take a small, not a deep dive, a shallow end of the pool, kitty pool stepping around look at who the hell this guy is who somehow has turned into the Don Trump czar, <laughs> the guy who's going to fix it all. And um, I, I knew more, or I know more now than I knew before yesterday of all my years of being alive of who the Mr. Pillow or... Dr. Pillow or whatever the hell his, his thing is. We'll do that in the final segment of the show. But I've got three pieces of audio for you. The realest thing, the had to do it thing, and the coolest thing, which we get to here in just a couple of minutes. One of them will, um, well, I'll, I'll go back and forth from this time passage thing. Time flies. Time absolutely flies. My little joke but it's not a joke my little thing i just regularly say time flies it doesn't have anything to do with whether you're having any fun that's absolutely true that saying of time flies when you're having fun no time flies period six months ago yesterday was the attack on the capitol six months it feels like six days or it could feel like six years depends on how your perception of time is and it was just Friday, I was wrapping up the show here with Dwayne in from the Hemp House. Thank you to Hemp House for being on board here for this show and this radio station. Three locations, Ottawa, 
Ringgold Road, right down the street from where I'm standing right now, and on Tremont Street. And we were talking hemp and Delta Eight, and it was a fun, fun hour, easy hour, just you know, chewing the chewing the fat, as they say. And I was like, I am so excited that I don't have to even think about a radio show again until Tuesday. Well, Tuesday was last night, and it felt like a snap of the fingers, and boom, it's gone. And I, it, the passage of time can can drive you mad. It can drive me mad anyway. And sometimes it's it's all perception based. There's 24 hours in a day. There's 60 minutes in an hour. There's 60 seconds in a minute. It doesn't change. It never changes. It's always exactly the same. Now it's a human construct. We've we've created what how we calculate time. If you took a clock away. If you took the seconds and the minutes and the hours away, would that change our perception? I would say absolutely it probably would. But since we have measured it out, it's the same for everybody. It does not change, except for sometimes it can be painfully slow, and sometimes it can be scorch earth, warp speed fast. And um, it can drive you mad. And I'm it's it's one of my mental gymnastics I have to do the older I get of like oh my god I got to get I got to get a grasp on uh on on the passage of time so that'll be the realest thing one uh, little piece of audio we'll play here in just a minute uh, I'll talk more about it here in uh in the beginning of the second segment the war and treaty at nightfall on Friday night I had a minor miracle and was able to leave work at six o'clock on a fourth of July Friday pre fourth of July Friday unheard of unheard of so I was able to leave Ottawa, go home, get a quick small change, grab a, you know, throw a gin and tonic in my Yeti and head on down to nightfall and do that for the first time in a year and a half. And the war and treaty, that was a special evening. That was fun, 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 which I'm, I'm going to talk about the fourth weekend all the way around in the second segment. So I'll come back to that here shortly. Uh I guess a lot of this rain that's in the forecast is coming from uh, the tropical storm and uh, hurricane-ish Elsa. Doesn't look like it's going to be that devastating, but it looks like that's been happening overnight and into today. Haven't seen the latest on that, but hey, it's Florida in the summertime and on the way towards, uh, again, rinse and repeat on the forecast, right? Let's jump into these uh, three pieces I have for you. Speaking more on the uh, perception, the idea, the understanding of what time can be. Can, how it can puzzle you and amaze you. We'll go to the first thing here. The realest thing is what I'm calling this. Um, it's it's just um, an overall the last several hundred years, thousand years, whatever it is, of the understanding of the passage of time. This is today's realest thing. Human beings are terrible at comprehending the passage of time. There was more time between the Stegosaurus and the Tyrannosaurus Rex than between the Tyrannosaurus Rex and you. Woolly mammoths were still roaming the earth when the first pyramids were built. Cleopatra lived nearer to the founding of NASA than the construction of the pyramids. Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire. The birthday of the oldest person alive today is closer to Washington's presidency than Joe Biden's. In the span of just 65 years, we went from the right flyer to the moon. Still not convinced? How about this pop culture nugget? The 1950s past that Marty McFly visits in Back to the Future is now more than twice as far in the past as it was when the movie was made. 
That's right. 1985 is as far removed from us now as 1955 was for Marty then. And it was the Back to the Future comment that made me think, okay, I got to use this. Yeah, we're further away from 85 than 85 was from 55. My my mind is actually blown right I'm now. I'm telling you, yeah, it it, it 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 really is. You know, it's it. We take all this for granted as far as the way time just moves. Time's long. Life is long. Time is fast, 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 fast. This is um. Oh, in sixty five years, from the Wright brothers to the moon. Holy, wow! Right, sixty five years. We barely get a plane up in the air. Sixty five years later, we're on the moon. So they say. Anyway, uh, had to do it thing. They call it stitching on TikTok, where you see somebody post something, and then you post something on top of it. This is the parody count of uh, Kamala Harris stitching a uh, something that somebody posted from Ted Cruz. Critical race theory is bigoted, it is a lie, and it is every bit as racist as the Klansmen in white sheets. Ted Cruz. Okay. Ted Cruz is like a Cool Ranch Dorito. Got dressed up like a man. Okay. And Ted Cruz abandons American values <laughs> quicker than he abandons Texas in the winter. Yeah, Ted Cruz is like a hot dog. He's gross. <laughs> that wasn't that great, but I had to do it. I love this uh, lady on TikTok that does the Kamala uh, a parody. And real quick, the coolest thing. I don't even remember. Oh, this is a campaign ad from Utah, I believe. Uh, let's, again, I'm a mess. Let's just do the coolest thing on Nougat Radio 92.7. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for today's coolest thing. Okay. Brought to you by Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. Quick at keeping it cool. Say cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. All right, so to be fair, this was the coolest thing during the election cycle of 2020, which there were very few cool things taking place, well, the entire year for that matter, but certainly during the election cycle. This is an actual campaign 30-second television commercial. These two candidates, one a Republican, one a Democrat, want to be the governor of Utah. This is today's and last November's coolest thing. I'm Chris Peterson. And I'm Spencer Cox. We are currently in the final days of campaigning against each other to be your next governor. And while I think you should vote for me... Yeah, but but really you should vote for me. There are some things we both agree on. We can debate issues without degrading each other's character. We can disagree without hating each other. And win or lose in Utah, we work together. So let's show the country that there's a better way. My name's Chris Peterson. And I'm Spencer Cox. And we we approve approve this message. Wait, that actually happened? I, I, I double-checked it. I looked it up. I Googled the Internet and found out that, yes, that was real. And uh, Spencer Cox, the Republican, won that race. He is the governor of Utah now. I didn't know that those things existed anymore. feels like there's something that I need to know more about as to how they would agree to something like that. That is not exactly the political entertainment complex and industry that I'm used to. Doesn't make me feel much better about anything, but there you go. The 4th of July weekend was fun and dangerous. We'll talk about it coming up next. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. 
happy 4th of July. I just want to remind everyone that absolutely nothing matters. We're all going to die. The human race is going to go extinct. The human race is literally just an ant colony. And everything is meaningless. Absolutely meaningless. Nothing is as it seems. And we're all going to die for nothing. Happy holidays. found so many of those on TikTok. That was some lady, probably in New York or something, with the fireworks blasting in the background on TikTok, just saying, this is, uh, well, you heard it. And for the record, I don't agree with her on all that. This is the Warren Treaty. They were at nightfall on Friday. It is a, um, it's basically a duo, I can't remember their names, Tanya, I think, and I think Michael, Mike, maybe, Ah, I can't remember, I didn't write it down. It was about, oh, first of all, Nougat Radio 92.7, Brian, Keon, Stone on Air, radio podcast. All right, you're caught up for all the new listeners, in case you just tuned in. Um, they're, uh, they've been a touring band for, I would say... I guess probably about 10 years, maybe uh, maybe longer, not entirely sure. And I was telling people about this. I went to the market for a few minutes on Sunday. I had a, had a big weekend. I had a great weekend, great fourth. Uh, it, I just, it, it, nothing, you know, that jumps off the page other than really, I guess the most fun thing I did was the, the Warren Treaty and uh, Nightfall on Friday. But it, it was a great weekend. And I was at Nightfall and I was talking to two or three different people and I was talking about the Friday night show. It, it, I can't explain how good it was. Um, I know that uh, th- that's, you know, that's typical f- for most shows, right? And I'm not best show ever guy. Like, it wasn't the best show ever. It was just a really good show. And it just happened like, you know, I was talking about passage of time. And sometimes you're a prisoner of the, the time that you're in. And, you know, that was the greatest thing ever. Well, it wasn't the greatest thing ever. You just got caught up in the moment. And I had one of those on Friday. It was it was it was just kind of special to the sense that I I could not believe I was able to leave my day job at six o'clock on a Friday before the fourth. That's that's stupid to think about. Like that's just not possible. Hey, you think there's a chance we can get off at six on Friday before the fourth? <laughs> what do you do here? Get lost, young youngin. No, of course you're not getting off at six o'clock before the fourth on a Friday. You are you are you dumb? It happened. It worked out that way. It was great. The weather was it was hot. Whatever, that's fine. Summertime, and I was able to run home, make a quick just refresh, fill the Yeti, Yeti cup, and head on down. I was able to park at the old work, where every Friday for 15 years or most Fridays for 15 years. When I would get done at work, no matter what time it was, I would walk down to nightfall. It's just what I did every Friday. And um, and so to be able to do that again on a holiday weekend where I know I'm off for the next three and a half days was really fun, really neat. A very pleasant surprise I wasn't expecting. And so I parked at my old work and took the long run, walk. I could have parked anywhere. I could have parked and, and paid for it, which I don't still try my best to never pay to park 
But I didn't want to. I wanted to park at the old parking spot I used to and walk on down to the show. And I got there about five minutes before they started. I put on my blinders. There were so many people. There was such a night, um, such a good crowd, and um, and a, and pleasant evening. But I didn't want to talk to anybody if I didn't have to because I just I really just wanted to watch a set of live music because outside of some little kind of piddly things I've seen here and there or came in on the back end or just something I can't even think I can't even remember right now so maybe even none of those were a thing the first full set of live music that I have seen since October of 19 probably I might be I'm probably wrong on that but the of the of the, the what was memorable would be the um Exit 11 Festival held on the Bonnaroo Farm in October. I was there for that weekend. I don't think I saw another show. And then the Strung Like a Horse show that we did, uh, We Nothing, I just was there for it. I didn't have anything to do with putting it on. But at the uh, at Songbirds, the, when the pandemic first started, that we did all online. Outside of that, I, haven't, I, don't, I cannot remember a full set of live music until Friday. And I have, uh, I have seen that band before. At Bonnaroo a couple of years ago, they did a full media tour. They would talk to anybody. If you had a blog, you started in 2005 that hadn't been updated since, you know, 2015, and you submitted a request to talk to War and Treaty, they were going to talk to you. It was a full-blown media tour uh, a few years ago, however long it was. And they have an incredible story. I don't have time to get into it now. Plus, I don't remember the details. But the uh, it's a husband and wife duo, African-Americans, soul, R&B. But there's this go-around. I don't remember if this is what they've been doing all these years or not. It's the kind of music that I wouldn't listen to, like, in my car or in my driveway or in my living room or on my patio. But watching it live, I got lost in it. It's taking you to church-style music. But there's... There's banjo, there's screaming electric guitars, bass and drums, the the full uh, rhythm section, and then uh, and then dude on uh, keys, piano, keyboard. Great stuff, great, great, great stuff. And uh, I just kind of got lost in it. I saw a few people, but I just I zeroed in, and I just was like, oh man, this is what I this is what I've been missing for a long long time that was great went back to the house chilled out did barely anything on saturday and then took it to north georgia now i'm not talking about north georgia like we're probably i don't know where you live keon but not too far from here just kind of over the the line right i mean not too far into north georgia right like uh about 10 minutes you can get yeah, to. You can still get a nice flavor and feel of, of the, the Marge Taylor, Tyler Green's wannabes and the, the jacked up trucks and stuff. This was go down 27 a few miles, hang a left, you're in Ross. This was deep into North Georgia. And uh, good friends of mine that I, uh, de- de- depending on the location, sometimes it's in Ottawa, sometimes it's out there where the the, the uh, they have a big pool gathering for the fourth and Memorial Day and those kinds of things. And the <laughs> this this is uh, this is the big lie, the everything stolen world. Like this is if you don't agree with us, we hate you. Except no one speaks of it. 
which I appreciated. Okay. I appreciated. But the block party that set up like two or three hours before fireworks even started was King of the Hill-esque. It was it was like, this is amazing. Or terrifying. <laughs> One or the other. Like, they're shooting off just the test rockets like around seven. Oh, wow. And you just know this is going to be a massive fireworks show of recklessness <laughs> and drunk light beer and white claw drinking people all day long. I left at like eight. Like I, I don't, I don't do. I mean, fireworks are fine. That's cool. I'm not going to hang around a bunch of people blow and bleep up for hours that have been drinking all day. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna go home. And, I can understand that. And, and I am a leave it to the professionals type. And you know, you want to have a big fun pops in the park. I get it. Whatever. But. There was a rumor going around, and these are a bunch of dumb rednecks that probably you know don't know what they actually heard. Uh, that the uh, collectively they spent nine hundred dollars on fireworks. I don't know if that's true. Uh, all I'm saying is I I had a friend who he's not satisfied until he racks up the triple digits. I don't I don't, I don't get it either. I, I I really don't. I can't even begin to understand why this is, but. This is such a thing. I mean, I guess I can, but I just don't want to. Maybe <laughs> it is more. I don't want to. The I mean, you you could see it in their eyes and their faces. This place, I mean, star spangled America, awesome. Can't wait to blow some bleep up. And it's just it almost just scared me. <laughs> it's like I gotta get out of here. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I want you to like fireworks. I don't want you to be crazy about them. Because if you're crazy about them, I don't know if I can trust you. Well, and I also don't want on a Sunday, especially when it's on a uh, a weekend, and most people are off anyway. I'm not, but maybe Keon probably you haven't as many t- over the years too. But most people are off all day, and most people, especially in Rossville, ass down 27 Highway, are drunk as hell all day, and now we're going to be playing with explosives all night. Just just a scary proposition. Not a big fan of that. So I started looking across the way. Of course, here we go. Uh, from last year to this year, we're even further up on um, on injuries and issues over the 4th of July weekend. This uh, is from uh, wherever the hell I pulled it from. Uh, pop culture fell on a Sunday this year, giving Americans a three-day weekend to celebrate. It also meant that there were more chances for firework accidents. Although officials warn people to leave fireworks to professionals every year, many Americans still have their own explosive celebrations in their backyards, and this year is no exception. Uh, The backup goalie for the freaking Columbus Blue Jackets, if you even knew there was a Columbus Blue Jackets NHL team, or a backup goalie named some Russian name I can't say, was killed this weekend. A fireworks shot into a hot tub. Probably some big mortar blow. I don't know. That might have hit his head or something. I'm not sure. I think it hit his chest, but yeah. And he fell. I don't know. He's 24 years old. He's dead. So then I decided, okay, I'm going to just, I got a minute and a half. Got to go fast. I'm just going to pull up fireworks. What did I put? Fireworks injuries 2021 into Google. I'm just going to run through some headlines. More children with firework related injuries in 2021. Woman suffers facial injuries from fireworks at celebration. Omaha hospitals treat dozens for firework-related injuries. In Chicago, Southside team loses hand in fireworks. From LakeMcHenryScanner.com, his face is almost gone. Man seriously injured during fireworks. 
Fireworks injuries are skyrocketing in the U.S. Man dies in fireworks accident after mortar shell explodes. Man suffers severe injuries in fireworks explosion. Also in Chicago. Four hurt an explosion in Toledo. These are all the top entries when I Google fireworks injuries 2021. Fireworks injuries and deaths up 50%. Fireworks fail compilation 2021. That's on YouTube. I probably should take a look at that. Long Island teen injured after being struck by firework in the face. Oklahoma man hospitalized, loses eye after fireworks accident. Man loses eye in fireworks in in, uh, Washington. South L.A. man faces federal charges in fireworks explosion. There's about 10 more, and I have 10 seconds. Just go to the Pops in the Park. Come on now. What are you doing? It's Nougat Radio 92.7. Who the hell is Mike Lindell? We'll talk about it next. Stone on air. On Nougat Radio 92.7. Donald Trump won by over 10 million votes, and they can all dig into that. But they're all going to say one thing. Every one of them is going to say, wow, true, 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 true. You know, it's all the way down the board. It's 100% accurate, and it's, you can't, it's not subjective. So then I want them to tell all the media that's there, hopefully including Fox. We're going to be we're going to have a big campaign to get Fox there. But everybody, it'll be live stream, the biggest live stream event in history. I want everybody looking because the whole world's at stake here. And then you've got all the politicians. This is their second chance. It's a my pillow guy. Mike Lindell. Of course, we've all heard of him by now. I've already heard of him before because of his dumb late-night commercials. This is widespread panics. All-time low. In a lot of ways, it feels like we're at an all-time low in a lot of different things. It's Nuga Radio 92.7. The first good day of the week? I don't know. Monday was actually all right, so. But I didn't have to work on Monday, so that kind of shifts the balance of uh, what is or isn't acceptable. The 7th of July. Are you kidding me? Six months removed yesterday from the attack on the Capitol. I'm Brian. He's Keon. I was sitting at the house waiting, basically killing time before I went to go get my COVID test because I, well, I had COVID. I already knew I had it. I just had to get the results back. That was a Wednesday. And, uh, or was it when I got back from that? I think it was when I, yeah, that's right. It's when I got back from that. I went in the late morning to get the COVID test down at the old Alstom uh, abandoned uh, massive property on uh, Riverside Drive. And I'd just gotten back. So that's right. I went about 11, 10, 30, something like that. And then I got back to the house around noon. And so I was off work for the week. Quite literally stayed in my pajamas for the entire, or what I would consider pajamas, sleep pants and a t-shirt, right? Like, I'm not, I didn't leave the house for a week or almost 10 days. And uh, it came back positive, but I knew it would because I was around other people who were tested positive and we all got sick. The one thing about the disease that I will always say that I know for a fact is it's highly contagious. I don't know how dangerous it is in the end of the day, but it is 
And that's, well, not going down that road, but it is highly contagious. So I knew I had it. I was just waiting on the results. And then I flip on the freaking TV because I got nothing else to do. And I'm looking on probably Twitter, I'm sure, and seeing that, you know, what we all know now happened. And, and now it's the perception of time. It's been six months. That's a long time, except it's not. And so when some news organizations are, are, are commemorating it in a way of just trying to reinforce how awful it was, others are trying to say, eh, not really a big deal. You know, I fall on it's a pretty big deal kind of thing, but I don't, I don't, I don't care. Literally, I don't, I don't care today. I'll care again at some point when it matters to care again, but I don't today. Anyway, all that to say, it's been six months since that. Um, so I was just talking about all these uh, injuries across the, the country, up 50%. That's just because people are rowdy and happy to be out doing things. Uh, two that I highlighted here real quick, Missouri, dude loses his hand, a 30-year-old. We're celebrating the birthday of, it's not even really the birthday, but the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And a 30-year-old now doesn't have a hand in Kansas or in Missouri. And in uh, Murfreesboro, dude loses portions of his hand. Lost his hand as he tried to shoot off a firework mortar from the sunroof of his car. Also injured is a 20-year-old woman and a 21-year-old man. The one who lost portions of his hand said the man told emergency medical personnel the mortar exploded in the tube... So just I guess just imagine I'm assuming they were holding it through the sunroof, assuming it was going to shoot out of the sunroof. Hey, watch this! How cool is this going to be? And it blows up in the tube rather than shooting out of the tube. And I'm assuming it's one of those big ones, probably one of those twenty, thirty, fifty, whatever, hundred dollar uh, mortars. And they tried to preserve parts of his hand that were shattered and blown off, but they were unsuccessful, and that was in Murfreesboro. Good job. Be better. Be smarter. Stop being dumb. Quit shooting fireworks. Quit hanging around with people who might do these kinds of things. Celebrate America. Eat, drink, go to the pool, have fun. Stop blowing yourselves up. My God. How how, how much idiocy is there here? And you know what's going to happen all the time. I remember, uh, uh, well, I guess he's in Tampa now, but he was with the Giants when it happened. Jason Pierre-Paul. Yes. Lucky to have an NFL career because he blew off three of his fingers. And he still played with lack of the three fingers. Yeah. I mean, he's an incredible talent, but I, <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. This is this is so predictable. That's why I got the hell out of Rossville when I saw all these people, these numbnuts walking around slugging beers and have $900 worth of fireworks. Get me. And I, I'll, I'll jump in the pool for a minute. I'll eat your, 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 your pulled pork and your potato salad. And I'll have a couple of White Claws. And I'll hit it around, and we'll catch up. Oh, oh, fireworks are an hour. Gotta go. You can be drunk near me, and you can love fireworks near you me. Can't do both. You can't be both. You can't do both. Uh, so anyway, I hope your Fourth uh, of July weekend was uh, safe and uh, happy and healthy. Mine was. Mine was great. I loved every second of it because I didn't hang out with a bunch of yahoos getting drunk in the middle of the road, blowing stuff up for well what. Uh, Ended up being three days. Let's do, let's be on enough of this. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, the force on Sunday, guys. Let's let's calm this thing down. All right. 
Anyway, I want to get to this real quick. Just got a few minutes. This uh, Mike Lindell dude, he's out there saying, um, <laughs> I don't know why this guy became such a powerful voice in the alt-right media, but uh, the My Pillow dude is saying that uh, the Trump will be back in uh, office by August 13th. I think that's a new date. Uh, clearly, that's, that's not going to happen. I don't know why this is a thing, but I, I just I was like, who is this guy other than the My Pillow guy? Right, the late night infomercial, buy my pillows and other sleepwear or whatever the hell it is. Um, born in 1961, so that makes him the, 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 the 61, two years old. Uh, Lindell is the founder of the Lindell Foundation, a nonprofit that helps addicts through providing treatments and other services. I had no idea about that. That's good. Um, <laughs> he has, without evidence, promoted the toxic plant extract oleandrin i think i'm saying that right as a covid19 cure hadn't heard that either uh from minnesota he had a gambling addiction early on in his uh in his teenage years that led to his downfall to overall addiction with drugs uh well do i have here is i don't have enough time to get to all of it just as always i got too much so he is um he wrote a book called What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to CEO? That year about his addiction recovery and his developing relationship with God. So early on, he's a drug addict. He's a, uh, a gambling addict. Those are pretty, pretty severe addictions to overcome. So I'm never going to uh, mock or make fun of somebody who can overcome that kind of thing. Good for him. But this is from a, a super dive uh, from Politico. Why Mike Lindell can't stop. A former crack addict and born-again Christian, Lindell says God has given him the plaf- a platform, the voice, he says, to help people see, quote, one of the biggest miracles in the history unfold, unquote, which means saving democracy by overturning the results of the 2020 presidential vote and handing the White House back to its rightful occupant, Donald Trump. Okay, most of us already knew that was kind of what he's doing. Before Lindell ever was talking about God or Trump or election machines, before the idea for a pillow came to him in a dream, I guess that's the story there, there was Schmitty's Tavern, a bar he owned in Victoria, Minnesota. And then it goes on to talk about his life of owning a bar, alcohol, drugs, and then his, it goes for like 25 pages. I'm not going to, you know, I can't sit around and read all that, nor do I want to. But so, a rise from the ashes of, of damnation, toxic drugs, addiction, gambling, owning of a, of a, of a ratty bar. Let's just be honest, if you own a, a ratty bar... Nothing good is happening from that place, and everywhere you go in all the worlds of, of or areas of our world of the country, and so good for him to rise above that. And then, but you know, then God comes to him in a dream and tells him to make a pillow, and now somehow he's become the ambassador of all things. Trump is 
going to be reinstate what the hell and it's it's one of those things too where like the the the, the like the preacher that keeps predicting when jesus is going to come back the date just keeps moving every time oh it's in it was, august and then it was, when 2012, it was 2012 when some of them were saying the whole world ends right like i can't even remember which denomination or, or which belief system said that that was a thing um yeah if if you predict things long enough eventually you'll be right if, if you predict the end of the world is going to happen every other year, well, someday I would say maybe the world will end. But it might be a million and a half years from now. I don't, I don't know. Is Trump leaning on this because he doesn't have to worry about what some Yahoo says? You just kind of let him do it, do it himself. Yeah. You can do this for me, and then everybody will just laugh you off. I don't know. Anyway, that's a quick look at who the hell Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, is. All right, the first good day of the week was technically not today, but we'll get started for a short week. Be with you tomorrow and Friday. Keon will hang out with you for the rest of the morning. The uh, Suns win game one of the NBA Finals. That and much more coming up next. Y'all take care. Talk to you again tomorrow. See you later. Bye.